Welcome to the Murder Club for Beginners podcast. I'm Nick and I'm in Brisbane. I'm Mel and I'm in Melbourne and we hope you enjoy listening to our podcast. All right, Nick, welcome to our first uh, Murder Club for Beginners podcast. Uh, I'm loving your tiara. So for our uh, listeners who can't see, Nikki is dressed up uh, in a clean shirt and a tiara. And I'm sure she's wearing bottoms. I just can't see her through the Zoom screen. So welcome, Nikki. Um, Thank you. Yes, uh, and yes, I am wearing something underneath as well. But yes, you know, I, I need tiara and clean shirt for you, Melly. What can I say? Excellent. Well, I dressed up for you. I am nice. I've got I've got like eye makeup on, which I rarely wear, and mm-hmm. red lipstick, which I, you know, I do wear on the occasion. I've gone full on sparkles. I've got a sparkle dress, uh, an ambery sparkle necklace, and at one point we'll probably put this on YouTube so people can see this ridiculous uh, first podcast, but uh, I'm not sure when that (laughs) will be. I also have wine this evening and you don't, so, uh, yeah. It may rain in Brisbane. Yep, it definitely may rain in Brisbane if I don't have wine. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So for listeners, you're in Brisbane I'm in Melbourne, but we've both over in the last, what, five years you've been back now? Yeah, five uh, years. Yeah, we've lived overseas. So I'm, I've am i been back from London for a year and you've been back from San Fran for five years. So, um, so we probably should tell people a little about how the Murder Club came about and then we can sort of maybe get a bit into our story. Do you want to tell uh, the listeners how the Murder Club came about? Yeah, I think it came about, we're both living overseas and I don't know whether we did it over Zoom or I think it might have been one time you came to visit us. We were talking about the murder mysteries we like and, you know, I'm a Miss Fisher tragic and, you know, I get the Christian Perot and even got a bit into Midsummer. but let's face it, you're never going to move to a village called Midsummer, are you, really? Um, I mean, not now. It's Causton <laughs> not now, now, isn't it? It's, and it's then, um, Yeah, it's Causton. And then, of course, we started talking about well, you know, with your background and all my expertise on the videos that if my husband ever did away with me, how would we find the body and different ways to dispose of bodies. And so we came up with the idea of Murder Club and that's how we started. It is. It didn't start in San Fran, but I think the seed was planted in San Fran. So you introduced me, both you and Craig introduced me. So Craig is Nikki's husband and he is an occasional murder club uh <laughs> attendee but more mm-hmm. from a have you seen a wood chipper lately which you'll you'll sort of understand uh as we sort of carry along uh but we you introduced me to miss fisher you're right we talked all about the murder mysteries we'd loved we hadn't seen each other for years is the other thing mm-hmm. uh you'd been living overseas for so long and and i was visiting san fran but it was when you came to london not long before COVID that we Uh, decided the murder club was a great idea and yes Craig was potentially our first victim. Yes he was actually I can't remember why at the time I think we just needed someone to experiment on. Exactly Uh, the thing is we don't actually it's not the killing of someone that interests us no it's everything else around it so and uh 
Nikki, I know you often say that I'm the person you'll call uh, if you ever need to bury a dead body. I'll be honest, I'm not <laughs> sure you'll be the person I call because you might not want to get your hands dirty, uh, which sort of says everything uh, as your as our listeners will sort of start to discover. But you alluded to my history and that is, uh, I suppose, for me, the fascination uh, with murder mysteries very much comes from that old Agatha Christie. Um, and when we were in high school, I know we watched a lot of the Agatha Christie movies. So it yep. started even way back then uh, with with wow. that fascination with uh, Agatha Christie and the books and the movies and just how simple her murder mysteries are and yet not simple at the same time. Uh, so exactly. that was... Many years ago, we will not say, but we were both 15 uh, Mm -hmm. when we met and we've been friends since in different countries, back in the same country. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. And for those who might be international wondering how far away from each other we are, it's a two-hour flight to get from Melbourne to Brisbane. So, uh, Which is a lot easier than it used to be. Oh, so much easier. I mean... Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So maybe we should start with a little bit of the um, how the wood chipper came about. So, oh yes, the wood chipper came <laughs> about because well, Craig has the most fascination, I think, with the wood chipper. He does, uh, it's and just, that's his way of getting rid of dead body, isn't it? Is uh, it put is someone in a wood chipper? Put someone in a wood chipper, and you know, we'd be driving past. We'd move back. You were still in London. And we kept driving past this house where they'd been doing renovations and garden work. And for weeks and weeks and weeks, there was just a wood chipper parked outside. Every time we'd drive past it, it was like a little kid near that wood chipper. And great excitement. And it's just like, and then it'd go like, so how many bodies do you think they put in this week? (laughs) But it's stuck. It's stuck for both of us. And and it's stuck for both of us. And it's just, and now we ring one another up and go, I saw a wood chipper. Uh, I think I saw one recently and what was exciting, it was a very small one though, so I was perplexed Mm. thinking "Mm, how many dead bodies would you get in? Mm. Could you do a full body? Uh, But it was red because obviously Obviously. it needs to be red. I mean, it's just got to be. be, It's got to be. You think if you're going to do away with a body like that, the most obvious thing would be to paint your wood chip red for a start. Yeah, definitely. And it's got to be blood red, obviously. Oh, obviously. Otherwise, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, there is a bit of a, a, a an issue with the wood chipper. We know that there's going to be a lot of splatter, That's which true. is, you know, yeah. obviously mm. we understand that the wood chipper is a fail from getting yeah, rid on of a dead ground. body. Yeah, this but is true. There is some joy about imagining the aspect. Obviously, not a real body because we're not, you know, that we're not uh, like morbid. That. But no. It is. And um, so how would you get rid of a dead body? Well, hmm, this is what I was thinking about. And I came up with don't rhinos or hippos, hippos actually. I believe hippos have been known to eat the odd person. And I'm thinking, well, hippos are big, big mouth. Yeah, you know, I think that would be a pretty, you know, two gulps and they're gone kind of thing. Um <laughs> So, and it's it's slightly unusual. Now, you know, you hear about your shark, you hear about your crocodile, and I have to admit that would not be pleasant. Um, and I don't know if you saw the news up here, but there's been a crocodile sighting off North Red Rock Island, which hasn't happened since like the 1920s. Um, wow. 
Yeah. So that's, yeah. So that's, yeah, getting a bit too like, mm, yeah, no. So I really think a hippo. Mm. Mind you, okay. I don't happen to have a hippo handy, so Craig's pretty safe. <laughs> Again, Nikki doesn't want to do away with her husband, Craig. However, <laughs> he, he's a good example for us to take uh, in our yeah. uh, in our dead yeah. body scenarios. Yeah. Uh, because he's a real person and we know he'd find the humour in this as well. Yes. Uh, so let's just – so for those who don't know, Stradbroke Island is off Brisbane. It's an island off Brisbane. Uh, crocodiles, as you said, uh, since the 1920s. However, I mean, there's tiger sharks left, right and centre in Stradbroke. So That's true. You know. But would they, eat, would they eat the whole thing, though? See, what I'm thinking is a hippo has – I think in Africa somewhere, a hippo did actually swallow a small child. Um, they oh. must not like the taste of him because I think they actually spat him back out again or they managed to rescue him. Yeah. Um, but I'm thinking, mm, given the relative size, you know, yeah, I still think hippo. I have so, lots of other uh, ideas though. I, I mean, we've got, and that's what we're going to discuss a lot on this podcast, all these different ideas and all of these uh, different questions that we've got around uh, Murder Club. But let's, uh, so let the tiger sharks, I, I think you could get them into a frenzy because they do like to, uh, they, mm. uh, are they uh, sharks that like to feed together, aren't they? I mean, I think our, our listeners, if they've got better ideas, can definitely share with us which one listener or pre-listener has and I won't say her name because I didn't ask um, but she said without access to a furnace like a cremation type furnace obviously we know that's got high heat and would uh, break down the body and the bones pigs lots of pigs a mincer and something to obliterate the mincer with afterwards I really <laughs> like this, uh, this I like that thinking. idea yeah. Otherwise, probably somewhere in concrete, like beneath the ground, but in concrete. So she's really mm. uh, accentuated the in. Unlikely to get dug up. If it does, it's a mess by default. Remove head, hands, feet, and tattoos, distinguishing marks first. I mean, she's really thought this through. Yeah, Otherwise, it comes up in. time and time again. Uh, bury a body beneath a rare plant tree. Personally, I think a search dog would track the scent regardless, though. So, I mean, I really do, uh, you know, the pigs keep coming up as well uh, and that, that sort of comes up a lot, doesn't it, uh, you know? It does, it does. And I think that was actually in an episode of, again, showing what motor mystery tragic I am, that was in an episode of Father Brown, um, the BBC oh. TV show, um, where they'd got really rid of a body by feeding it to their pigs on the farm. And I like the pig idea. So I think I'm just wondering, yeah. what about, you know, a pig, and I don't know, I'd probably need to do a bit more research around this, but, uh, you know, is there sort of some DNA if you cut the pig apart? Would there be human DNA? Hmm. I mean, there's certainly going to be some in the excrement. Let's yeah, just say the you poo. would think. yeah. You think there'd have to be something somewhere, yeah. Um, but still, you know, I mean, how often, you know? Okay, so caught out to this property. It's a big farm. Okay, it's a couple of pigs, a couple of cows. Oh, you know, there's big bushland all around. The police is carrying the bushland. Who's going to think to look in the pig's eye? First up. I so mean, I think a, a lot years. of people will now because it's. Such oh, they a will because we're thing. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, and also we've seen it on so many of the Miss Fishes, yeah, Midsummer mm -hmm. Murders, all of our. Lovely yep. British uh, murder mysteries that we love. Yep. 
So I think, you know, the pigs, I did ask this of a first date not that long ago. Um, That's what I love about you. You jump right in. I do jump right in. Look, look, I, I just, I, the date was boring, you know, and I was just trying to move it along. And, uh, and it's also one of our uh, murder club uh, uh, rules, which uh, I've okay. written three rules. Oh, yes. By the way, we can edit and change, mm-hmm. uh, never set in stone, but murder club should be talked about, especially at dinner and the most inappropriate times. Mm-hmm. So I took that to, to heart with in laws and on first dates. Rule two, when you see a wood chipper, share with other yeah, murder clubbers. Yeah, That's the most important. That and one three, is. aspire to live in an English village like Midsummer or an Agatha Christie novel. I mean, yes. or similar, you know, it could be a Jane Austen yep. novel, which mm-hmm. we uh, love just as much. But, yes, yep. on, uh, on, my, uh, on my date, having said that, he said he was interested in true crime and true crime podcasts. So I thought it was a okay. real... A, a real topic of similarity mm. and I thought okay we'll, mm-hmm. we'll talk about it and I did explain to him that uh, you know medical science was my background and this is the sort of thing that we talked about in medical science uh and it, you know I asked him how he would get rid of a dead body now he did go the fertilizer route uh okay. which you know, I think it's got a bit of a fail because we do know large amounts of fertilizer would be tracked for a number of yeah. reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think, you know, if you are preparing to get rid of a dead body, you've got to you got to think about these things, don't you? It's got to be. I think I think you have. Like otherwise, like what are you going to do? You've got this dead body laying around. How that you know? So oopsies, how did that get here? <laughs> I, the thing is, Nick, I can imagine you going, oopsie, how did that get here? Cito, um, come clean up. Yeah, exactly, which is Cito is Nikki's dog uh, and you'll see if you follow us on social media, mainly only Instagram because uh, yep. we have lives. Uh, yep. Specifically, Nikki runs constantly all like all the time, like I think almost 24 hours a day it feels like. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Otherwise, I'd be out there now. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not that dedicated. <laughs> oh, but you are dedicated. Uh, uh, no, I think I'm just crazy. Yeah, but it the helps. crazy is the good bit. That's that's yeah. why I love you. I think you know <laughs> you're crazy. You make me laugh, and yeah, you just make life fun and brilliant. <laughs> uh, and I always get up into mis- some sort of mischief when I'm with you. So uh, Yeah, that, that that bit is true. That bit cannot be denied. Although yeah, I have yeah. to say, I may not have been always the main instigator of the mischief. <laughs> uh, I mean, I've got to admit these days I'm probably a little bit more, uh, I, I think age does that to me, maybe not to yep. you, but I'm a bit more serious. And actually I need more neck time in my life, I think, for, for that fun. But being serious, I can still get us, you know, into situations. <laughs> oh, guaranteed. Uh, so maybe I need to release the reins and get back into a bit more of that uh, mad version of myself that uh, used mm-hmm. to get us into some nutty trouble <laughs> um, when we lived together. But um, yep. so I will share how I would uh, get rid of a body. Uh, okay. I think dry ice break the body Ooh. apart like I, I'm talking the minus oh yeah 70 something I mm-hmm. don't remember the the temperature 
break the DNA apart, uh, you know, I could think of somewhere where I could get the dry ice that I, well, now it's going to be tracked because obviously this is this is going to kill my, uh, I'm going to have to come up with some other idea I never share with anyone. But, uh, yeah, and then uh, pop it down a drain, you know, broken yes, the body I, down into tiny, tiny bits and put in a drain. Yeah. I did uh, actually mention that to someone that that was your idea and they just looked at me and I thought, Maybe you're not a candidate for murder club. Um. <laughs> I do have a lot of people look at me strangely when I want to talk about mm. this. Uh, what about you? Do you have people look at you strangely? Yeah, um, a few, but like most of my friends get me. Um, my running buddies get me. So, yeah, a few of them, when I told them what the podcast is, what it's about, what we're doing, they just had a good laugh. <laughs> they think it's hilarious. Um and, like, given that where we run and how we run, like Mel said, I run. Um, I run in the mornings. In winter it tends to be dark but in summer not. But I'm running along today and I'm coming home for my run. Okay, that was a good run. Then I'm walking past the bushland right near our house going, hmm, could probably dump a body in that. <laughs> hmm, I not thought of that before. Hmm, I run past that every day. Hmm. And this Maybe is the way. Such, it's, there's no lights. Maybe it's not <laughs> such a good idea in the dark. Hmm. What could possibly go wrong, Nick? Uh, uh, Nick. I mean, hey, I, never I, <laughs> I never said I was the brains. I never said I was the brains in the operation. The brains. Definitely the brains. Um, <laughs> but this is how we think: is uh, these crazy thoughts uh, happen? I, I mean, I think uh, I texted Nikki uh, recently. Uh, what was the question? <laughs> Let me just see. I'm just opening my text up. Because uh, we do text each other nutty things, uh, and I think I said, uh, "Would you, you know, often in movies we see uh, someone gets held up at gunpoint and be forced to dig their own grave?" And I asked Nikki, um, "Would she dig her own grave?" And her response was absolutely hilarious. So much that I laughed out loud, and I. Probably shouldn't uh, <laughs> where I was, but I did. And I think you, uh, I can't actually find. Um, yeah, I can't remember what I said. Do you want me to tell him? Please tell me what you said. Uh, okay. so you can tell I, said, I said, I said, hell no. If they're going to put me in the ground, they can dig it so that I can be a beautiful corpse. Now, if you're watching this, you'll obviously need to know they're going to have a long time to dig because this will need work. <laughs> That is not true. You're absolutely gorgeous. And, uh, I mean, but I love that is Nikki. That's Nikki that I knew at 15 and it's Nikki mm-hmm. that I know now. It, it, you would have said the same thing then that you say now. Yep. And that's why the tiara is just perfectly you. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, no, if you're going to put me in the ground, you're going to kill me, I'm going to make you do the work. I'm not going to dig it. I do actually agree with you. Just shoot me first and then dig it if you want. But just (laughs) get it over and done with because I'm going in there either way. Let's face it. I know. Do you yell at the TV when you see that, though, and you're like, come on, make them dig it. Don't don't do the work for them. Yeah, I get a bit cranky and I hope that somehow they're, you know, they've normally got their hands tied behind their back that they're going to get it, take the shovel and hit the person digging a grave where the sun doesn't shine. Um, But, yeah, yeah, There's, there's a bit of like, you know, we watch a few murder mysteries and PI uh, things and some of them like now we've just cottoned on to like you know who does it within the first five minutes but we watch it and you uh, can see the part where they go horribly wrong and it's all going to go pear-shaped you're going no don't do that no 
But that's so disappointing, isn't it? When you're yeah. when you you, mm-hmm. you catch on, unless it's got yeah. great characters and there's some humor and and you're running yeah. with it. But yeah. I would but, take the shovel mm-hmm. with the hope that I would find some chance to smash them in the head with it. Mm-hmm. The other reason I would take the shovel is, look, if I'm going to die anyway, I really want to annoy the hell out of that person for as long oh, as see, possible. see, that's why I love you. You get and it. Yes, Can you exactly. imagine how annoying, how annoying I would be? Maybe. <laughs> I would be every like, oh, God, I'm so, I'm so, oh, I'm so tired. Like it would take <laughs> 10 hours for me to dig that A, because I'm not sure I've ever used a shovel before. I mean, I'm pretty handy, but shoveling is mm-hmm. not my thing. I'd have blisters. I'd complain and True. I would annoy them as if I was haunting them in real life because. Oh, I do like it. I, oh, yes. I, I'm, I'm going to make this person pay even mm-hmm. just for the thought of, of murdering me. Mm. I think I'd keep trying to escape because if my hands are tired but not my legs, I could still mm. probably run. Come, you know, they could probably outpace me, but at least I'd make them, you know, half and half and a bit of effort. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Annoy them as much as possible, yeah. especially if it's going to end badly for you. I mean, it is one of my positive traits. I know other people do think it is my uh, non-positive trait is how much I can be annoying. No, uh, that's what I like about you. And, uh, you know, and I often do do it just uh, on purpose. Probably shouldn't, but, you know, Oopsies. whatever. Oops. <laughs> Poking and prodding. So uh, mm-hmm. can we talk about my book? Because we can. that is actually the reason we (gasps) started with this. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have written a few books, published uh, middle-grade fiction during COVID uh, and was trying to decide what my next book was, pulling up old things I'd written, and I'd found this really great description of uh, the Fang Burgers, which are characters uh, in the book, and uh, sent it to Nick. And then I was just like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write a young adult murder mystery. So almost chapter by chapter I've been sending uh, the book to Nikki. Uh, obviously it's, you know, very unedited. So uh, she has thankfully read it, uh, <laughs> trying to see through all my uh duplicates and weird mm-hmm. sentencing and things like that. Uh, and I finally finished it uh, yesterday, no, Tuesday morning. And uh, now I'm going to go through the edit and I will publish it. And it is called Murder Club for Beginners because Nikki came up with a great name. And then we were like, well, that's a great name for a podcast. So <laughs> let's do that as well. So, yes. Yeah. And it's, yes, it, it's good. It really gets you in and gets you in from the first. It's really good. I mean, it certainly needs some editing, and I've already cut the first chapter out, which made me sad, but it was a necessary requirement. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will add a lot more humour in it into it because I think uh, any any murder mystery needs humour, like like the randomness that you and I have uh, spoken about yes. today. Mm-hmm. Um, I do just want to talk about this one more thing um, before we wrap up and uh, the lamb to the slaughter. So we have been looking at urban myths around murder, and if you do have any, please send them uh, through to the email address will be uh, in the show notes. 
so send them through. We'd love to see them or pop them into our DMs on Instagram, uh, which is Murder Club for Beginners podcast. Uh, now, the leg of lamb, you've had this urban myth where the, the wife kills the husband yes. with the leg of lamb and then feeds the leg of lamb to the police. Yep. Mm-hmm. So. I heard that as an urban myth many years ago. So I decided to Google it based on you've sent me a heap of urban myths, which we'll continue to talk mm. about uh, in in our next podcast. And actually, it's a Raoul Dahl uh, short story. So I, I was like, <laughs> how did I not know that that is a short story by, yeah, um the same author as as witches um mm-hmm. i mean his brain must have been like us like imagine him on our podcast oh wow that'd be yeah i mm-hmm. think he has a real dark had a real dark humor i mean oh, his writing certainly shows that so definitely yeah definitely he, shows his writing i think if he went for a run with you he would be running along going, oh that's a great place where you could bury a body as well yes so, exactly yeah, I don't. I don't think he's the. Uh, he. I don't think you're the only one who. Uh... <laughs> so, have you got any urban myths you want to tell us about before we sign off for today? Well, there is the one. Which I don't know how true this is, okay. but as you're in Melbourne, I thought this would interest you because you okay. know the Crown Casino at South Bank, right? I do. Yes. Well, there's a rumour going around, the urban legend is that they actually have tunnels that lead directly down to a morgue um, in case any of their elderly or or, um, people who have lost too much money should happen to die whilst in said casino. And it's a way to tunnel them down to a morgue without anyone noticing uh, we're going to have to investigate that one because I now want to know if there's even tunnels underneath the casino, regardless yeah, of whether or not. That was, well, ironically, that was my main thought. I'm like, you know, I've been there a lot. Just live in Melbourne for a bit. Hmm. wonder where those tunnels are. Hmm. Exactly. So let's hmm. uh, investigate that for next week. So I'm going to run a note okay. because if you're anything yep. like me, uh, yep. I will forget. Uh I mean, that's just amazing. Having said that, on that same theme, I have heard an urban myth about London tube stations having a location where they can put bodies because if someone goes Mm -hmm. onto the tracks on purpose or Mm -hmm. uh, not on purpose, uh, they need to store the body, uh, obviously, because they're trying, you know, they get the tubes up and running pretty quickly if you mm-hmm. uh, hadn't realised. So I've heard that as well. So we're going to investigate both of those. If any listeners have listened between now and our next episode uh, <laughs> and you want to investigate it on our behalf, uh, we would also love to hear that. We'd also love to hear your urban myths and your ways to bury a body. Uh, and we'll have a lot more random questions that uh, come up over time. Uh, on the Murder Club podcast, Murder Club for Beginners podcast. Couldn't even get that right. (laughs) (laughs) It is a mouthful, Melly. (laughs) It is. Trust trust us. Yes. Uh, So, Nikki, thank you for your time and we will will do uh, an episode every week. um, Yep. uh, And uh, we will 
have listeners listen to us hopefully next time. Yes, we will. All right, Melly, thanks for your time. Thanks. See you. See ya. And don't murder anyone.